Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Are you looking for something to do outdoors in January? Well, look no further. Hiking and backpacking in the Missouri Ozarks is fun, even in January. Stick around for some great tips coming up from Jason Cooper and Pat Yabera. They're the founders of Deep in the Bush Adventure Group. Hey, guys, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks for having us. Hello, Bill. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, this group that you guys uh, put together. This has been, what, a couple years ago? I don't know if it's been quite that long, but it's been around for a little while. It's a, uh, a Facebook group you can join. And it's uh, just a bunch of like-minded people that like to uh, hike, backpack, mountain bike, kayak, anything pretty much in the great outdoors. So how, how large is this group now? Well, it's not very big. And we kept it to, to mostly just friends at first and then friends of friends. So I don't think we have too many in there, uh, which is, is fine. There are plenty of other groups out there for people to check out and join as well. I uh, see. So where do you concentrate your, your efforts, your hikes and your backpacks for the most part mostly in the good old ozarks of missouri uh i ventured into arkansas this past week for uh put in a few miles on the ozark highland trail and a couple of small hikes uh loop hikes at blanchard caverns down there which is a spectacular place oh it is I've, i've been there i love blanchard caverns and and of course, you bring up an interesting topic. You've talked about several places already, and that's one thing about the Missouri and Arkansas Ozarks. There's literally hundreds, if not thousands, of miles of trails that you can hike from the very beginner to some pretty tough trails. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We we had a five-day backpacking trip uh, in October, and we got on some pretty difficult trails around Bell Mountain, very rocky, technical, steep, slick. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it certainly can be. But if uh, somebody's just a beginner, you know, people are always kind of afraid to try something new. And I've watched your guys' page on Facebook and see people asking all kinds of questions all the time. And But somebody that's just a beginner, how do you suggest they get started? Join a group like this or what? So, yeah, I think I think the best thing is, is yeah, just like you said, getting into a you know, Facebook group or, or a group of like-minded individuals, friends, um, is, is a great way to, to get started. Uh, but really it's, it's just, it's getting outside. It's putting one foot in front of the other and, and taking that walk. Uh, that's it exactly. And, and, you know, that's one reason I love the Ozark so much because you can literally do something in the outdoors here every month of the year. Yeah. You get to extreme weather, uh, during January and February, but Hey, you gotta be wise enough to look at the weather channel, you know, before you take off on a, on a trip. But to me, you know, I've been hiking and backpacking for longer than I like to think about, about five decades or so or more. And uh, I always loved about 30-degree weather for hiking and backpacking. And some people think that's a little cool. But if you're just walking at kind of a, you know, a relaxed pace, you're not running down the trail, well, that's just enough you generate enough body heat. you got your layers on correctly. Why, 
it's still pretty comfortable out there. Right. I think you just said layers, right? Uh, that, that's probably the most important thing about winter backpacking is, is those layers. So, Well, the clothing today is certainly, you guys got a lot better than I had 50 years ago. You know, I can remember wearing old cotton long johns and then you get just a little bit sweaty man it's like you're we're in a bowl of amber glue or something yeah, you get so pasty that's the great thing about hiking is you can get as deep into it as you want and buy all the fancy technical gear or you can go in your everyday clothes on a short hike and still you know get enjoyment and fulfillment out of it you don't have to to jump in with both feet to enjoy it it is as simple as putting one foot in front of the other take it in the sights and just being outdoors and enjoying yourself. Well, I often wonder, you know, uh, I mean, of course, I liked anything outdoors. I grew up that way, but I can remember as a kid, you know, just hiking around the farm, but I'm looking at magazines and stuff about people climbing mountains and, you know, going all over. Didn't know if I'd ever seen anything like that or not. And I wound up seeing mountains bigger than I've <laughs> liked to have gotten into, you know. But the thing is, there's, uh, it. It is a matter of just taking that first step. But people have a lot of fears. What do you think are some of the most common fears that people have about hiking or backpacking? Uh, getting lost is probably a big one. Really getting is, lost or getting uh, too far, too far out, too far away. You know, and it gets dark. There's wild animals out there that that people may be afraid of. Um, that's yeah, I probably think that, that's a big one. Is is usually the animals, or what happens if if a bear comes? You know, um, or a mountain lion. Yeah. Pretty slim chance. <laughs> yeah, it is a pretty slim chance, but it can it can happen. That's, but why, that, you, that's, that's why you always take a slower buddy with you. Yeah, right. exactly. Whack, whack him in the knee with yeah. your hiking pole. <laughs> you bet. But it's just another reason that people ought to go with, you know, another individual or a group first. Yes. And, right. and I think the ultimate, and you guys will probably agree, that uh, – one of the main reasons for going out there, I always said, I just like to see what's on the other side of the hill, you know. And then it's the next hill. And right, the next that's hill. Really problems. I've, yes. Yeah, I've had a lot of walks like that in my lifetime. And, of course, my younger days, and I was your age and younger, you know, used to do 30 miles in a weekend. Well, that don't happen anymore, you know. Uh, back to, gosh, I can't remember the last backpacking trip I made. But hikes, yeah, I still do a lot of that. I was just out a couple of weekends ago. Uh, on a just a little short trail with the grandkids, had a great time. And they climbed all the rocks, and I, I watched and took photographs, you know, and hope uh, nobody got skinned up too badly. But it's exciting, and whether you're five years old or you're seventy-five years old, my daughter Holly is five years old, and I had her out just yesterday with all this ice and snow that we have. It is absolutely gorgeous in the woods right now. Everywhere you look, it's it's just absolutely beautiful. It she is an outside kind of girl, so we just got back from our trip to Arkansas, and within an hour we were heading to the woods. <laughs> and the the place where we went, the trail was was not very long at all, but it led down to the river, and had a nice gravel bar there to play on, and and uh, she ended up being absolutely covered head to toe in mud. <laughs> I just had the greatest time. I got the greatest pictures. She uh, learned quite a bit, I think, because you know she saw the river and the ice, and and I just had so many questions about why everything was like that. That's exactly the reason we need to get kids in the outdoors. Because kids, you know, as small as uh, young as five years old, they're still just intrigued by the outdoors. And the amazing thing about hiking or backpacking is 
the scenery is constantly changing. You know, there's nothing to be boring, boring about it at all because, hey, every time you go around a corner, you're yeah, looking at a different world. Yes, there is. She's learning to track. She can differentiate uh, a few different tracks now. And I kind of tried to throw her off because we had our dog with us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she she's pretty sharp about it, though. She'll follow him for a little ways until she gets bored with it. But, yeah, it's a great time for all ages. Actually, this time of year is the best for me because there are no spider webs. Right. Uh, <laughs> October's no time to go if you yeah. want to eat spider webs. No spider webs <laughs> and no ticks. That's no ticks. Thing. You bet. And the, and the thing is, uh, if you're getting, hiking in the Ozarks, you know, and you get up on top of those mountains, particularly if you're close to streams, you can get some views and vistas that you're just not going to see any other time of the year. You can see through the landscape. You can see the caves and the rock shelters and yes. just an incredible time to be out there. Well, kind of backing up to the beginners again, uh, suppose somebody does want to take off a little bit of hiking and maybe backpacking entirely by themselves for the first time. What are some of the, what's the most important three or four pieces of equipment they're they're going to need first for a day hike? Yeah. So, so just like you said, I mean, a day hike is going to be different than, than your backpacking trip, but a day hike, I mean, the key is going to be your shoes, right? Shoes or boots. And of course there's the, the, uh, you know, constant, do I get boots? Do I get shoes? Uh, and that's going to be your personal preference, right? Uh, I know there, there are plenty of people out there that don't have uh, great ankles. Yeah. If you don't have great ankles, you probably want to go with a boot. Um, yeah. And I'm an uh, old timer, of course, military dude too. And I've always been a, a great proponent of ankle support. Because I saw in the military, you know, of course, we did some horrendous. <laughs> they don't care about your ankles in the military. <laughs> no. So you better care knees, about yeah. them. Yeah, just take care of them. But one of the biggest problems I've seen with guys uh, having to do the 20 and 25-mile hikes with full gear, you know, were, were feet uh, problems. And a lot of times that was ankles. But wearing the best shoe or boot that you can is is wise and particularly if, if you're going to get into this you don't have to go buy the two or three hundred dollar boots no, right off no. the bat, bat but uh get yourself something that's going to protect you along along the way so that you can do it again right my, my number one tip i, I look at it from a diff- different aspect uh, especially if you're a beginner you're probably not going to be uh buying all the fancy expensive gear you're just going to go for a walk and get out and see nature my best tip is Number one, know where you're going beforehand. Know if your trail's a loop or an out and back or if it connects to other trails. Uh, really study that so that you don't get lost. I suggest going on loops Being prepared, at first yep. because you'll always end up back where you started. Uh, number two is bring more water than you think you're going to need. <laughs> Absolutely. Or something like a life straw or some kind of water filter just in case. Oh, absolutely. And, and of course, at, at my age, boy, I have to seem like stay hydrated better than any time in yes. my life. And that's just a constant uh, process. And, of course, I like to snack, too. Man, I love to take some, oh, you bet. some yeah. good little tidbits along. And, uh, particular- Cosmic brownies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're taking kids along, you better have some snacks, right. you know. Yes. Holly because- and I, we, we have that bike trail and, uh, around St. James. There's a concrete path, and there's an actual trail, and Holly likes to hike on that. We went the other day, and I took four uh, beef sticks, beef jerky sticks, and Holly brought some fruit snacks and a fruit bar. And when we sat down, so I think we covered about three miles that day. When we sat down, that little girl ate both her fruit snacks, her fruit bar, and three of those four (laughs) beef jerky sticks that I brought. 
and she was hungry. Yeah. So, well, yeah, plenty well, of snacks. You know, you create an appetite. And, of course, one of the main reasons I like to go on uh, backpacking trips, and that's a different ball game. you got to have a lot more equipment and be a lot more prepared. But, man, I love cooking food out out uh, on those those trips. And, hey, it may be pretty simple, you know, but I've cooked a lot of <laughs> meals just sitting on a rock with a little backpacking stove. And you can crank out some pretty good food. You can get creative. Yeah, for sure. You really can. And it's amazing when you go with a group, you learn so much from everybody else because everybody's got their favorite recipe and that sort of thing. But hiking and backpacking in January, it's quite often something that people don't think about. Uh, uh, hey, just like the fair weather fishermen or fair weather outdoorsmen, yes. period, they want to go out in the hottest uh, weather. But, hey, uh, it it's a bit of a challenge, and it's maybe a change, uh, a dramatic change for some folks. But cold weather is a great time to get out and enjoy the outdoors. Absolutely. And hiking in particular is just one of the easiest things to get into. Well, last year – Golly, we've run out of time pretty quick, but uh, this is not going to be the end of these conversations. I hope you guys will come back uh, down yeah, the road. Love to. Yeah. Well, t- tell us how people can get a hold of your group if they want to ask questions or even join up. Sure. Yeah. You can just just type in uh, in the search bar on Facebook, uh, uh, "Deep in the Bush," and it should should pop up. I believe it's public. So, yes. uh, yeah, just look us up and send an invite, and, and uh, we'll go from go there. From there. Wow, that's easy enough. And I wish it had been groups. There might have been groups like this when I first started, but I didn't know about them. Hey, I, yeah, learned, I, didn't either. I learned a lot of things the hard way. If you're doing that in cold weather, ooh, I, I slept in the snow a few times. <laughs> it was a long night. But, folks, uh, hey, thanks for listening to us. And uh, this has been Living the Dream Outdoors. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and the Fly Rod Journals. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm, we live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.